What's up, students? Welcome to With You, where we seek to grow deeper in our relationship with God together. Because even though we're not with you, we're with you. We're your hosts, Phoebe and Tony. This week, we've been looking at John chapter 2, which I hope that you've caught on with now, <laughs> where Jesus turns water into wine at a wedding in Cana. And yesterday, we zoomed in on verse 11, where the disciples responded to this miracle by believing upon him. But we also talked about the main point, which is this, that belief is not the absence of doubt. This was true about the disciples throughout the Gospels and in Acts, and it's true about you today. Believing in Jesus and experiencing doubt are not mutually exclusive. I'm not too much of a military guy, so I might not describe the best picture, but then again, Phoebe, I played some Call of Duty growing up. (laughs) Okay. All joking aside, have you ever considered what it would feel like or be like to be heading off to battle in war? Honestly, take a moment and consider it with me. You'd probably feel a lot of adrenaline and be hyper-focused. You'd be trying to recall all of your training, especially in the case of if you were to get injured or become a prisoner of war. You'd probably laugh at a joke or maybe crack one yourself in order to ease the tension of all the fear that you're experiencing. In this situation, you can believe that you are going to survive, but you can also doubt that it's going to happen. Hmm. But most likely, you'd be functioning from the belief that you can survive, because otherwise you probably won't, right? (laughs) But it's actually pretty normal for us to experience in most spheres of life, both belief and doubt simultaneously. As Christians, we will continue to experience doubt because we are limited and God is infinite. So Tony, what should we do with that? How should Christian high schoolers in Southern California respond with their doubt? Yeah, let's just pause for a second and acknowledge that there are plenty of reasons to actually doubt that that God is real and that God is at work. We're confronted with these things all the time at school, in our lives, wherever. Uh, things like, how long has the universe actually been around? Hmm. Why would God allow atrocious things to happen to people, especially even people that I know personally? Why are things that I'm not supposed to do so often things I really want to do? Our experience confronts our faith often, and it's so confusing. But even though that we will have doubt, and there are good reasons to doubt at times, there are far greater reasons to believe, to to really have faith. Because God is faithful. He's patient with us when we doubt. Not only that, he chooses to use our doubt to point us back to him. I mean, a good example of this is in Psalm 13, where David is doubting God's goodness, and he uses the God uses that in his faith journey. Let's take a look. Yeah, it says, How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I take counsel in my soul and have sorrow in my heart all the day? How long shall my enemy be exalted over me? Consider and answer me, O Lord, my God. Light up my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. Lest my enemies say, I have prevailed over him. Lest my foes rejoice because I am shaken. These are valid concerns that David is bringing up, things that are causing him to doubt that God is good, his worries. But yet, David doesn't stop here. He continues with the next two verses. But... I have trusted in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. 
look at what David does with his doubt. He brings it to God. It's like his doubt launches him in the direction of God and not away from him. That's exactly what our doubt should do. It should launch us towards God. But where is your doubt currently sending you? Where is it mm. launching you? Mm. Is it in the right direction or in the wrong direction? Would you consider that God is willing and able to carry all of your doubt? What a great challenge. I know that doubt can feel lonely and wrong, like we aren't supposed to feel it. But God is near, and he wants to hear what you have to say. And it's also worth saying that your doubts don't need to be a secret. Bring along a friend or a small group leader in. Allow people to walk with you through the dark valleys. It might feel like you have it all under control, but that's not the way that God has designed you. You will experience doubt in your faith journey. So let's doubt well together. Tomorrow we'll be joined by special guest Alan Kim once again as he shares his thoughts on this passage and the ideas of confusion and learning. You don't want to miss it. Remember, let's be real before God and with one another as long as it's called today. It's been great to be with you. Take care.